Welcome to Ryan Watches a Movie. My name is Adam Patterson. With me today, we got Kevin Rakestraw. Hey, Kevin. Hey, what's up? Not a whole lot, dude. All right. <laughs> We're also joined by Ryan Holes. Hey, Ryan. Yeah. If this is your first time tuning into Ryan Watches a Movie, Kevin and I are challenging ourselves to find movies that Ryan likes in the hopes that we will reach a coveted 10 out of 10. You can join in on the conversation by sending your movie suggestions for Ryan to podcast at filmpulse.net or by sending me a DM on Twitter at filmpulse.net. If you like the show, or even if you don't, please be sure to check out the Frederick's Ataxia Research Alliance website at curefa.org. I'm getting over a little bit of a sickness, so I may sound a little more congested than usual, but I'm over the hump. That's good. Ryan. What movie do we have you watch this week? Avengement. Avengement. This came out earlier this year. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, written and directed by Jesse V. Johnson. It's co-written by Stu Small. I have a synopsis here. After years of assaults on him in prison, Kane escapes for avengement on those responsible. <laughs> now, before I get your description of this, Ryan, I just want to... I just want to go to to merriamwebster.com because is avengement is it a word? I feel like it it can't be. But if it is, it's a really old word. We're going to Merriam Webster. It is in fact a word. Avengement. Act of taking vengeance. So it is an actual word. How about that? That's ridiculous. Someone someone from this movie added it. It doesn't seem like a real word, does it? I think it just it no. reminds me of there's that one Metal Gear game called Revengeance. Metal Gear Revengeance. And I know damn well that's not a word. But maybe that's why I got mixed up because it sounds so much like Revengeance. Anyway, Ryan, tell us a little bit about Avengement. Uh, well, basically, there's a guy and you find out later on the movie... That he's falsely in prison and was in prison. His mom Just to died. correct you really quickly, he wasn't falsely imprisoned. He did commit a crime that resulted in him getting put he in prison. He didn't know what he did. He knew what he did. He killed a lady. and <laughs> but he, he, he was responsible for a woman's death and he saw it. Well, yeah, but I mean, he didn't know what he saw. No, he didn't know what he stole. Oh, That's correct. That is correct. So anyway, yes, but yeah. just to be clear, that's not why he was in prison. <laughs> I just Ryan just glosses over the fact that he killed a lady. That's a I don't know what he did. Movie. All right, continue. He's in jail. His mom dies, and he goes to visit her dead body. And after he gets visitor, he ends up breaking a prison where he escapes to a bar with uh, some local junior henchmen. And when he gets to the bar, they start asking him questions. And he ends up kind of um, I kidnapping him. It's with him, but like he doesn't take them anywhere. He holds them hostage, I would yeah, say. Yeah. 
is a station, and they're both human later on, and they find out that Kate's brother was ultimately responsible for what he stole, and responsible for everyone in prison. That's where they kick his ass every day. And in defending itself, it's up killing people in prison. And yes, it's sensation. And, and after it does all that, and he finally breaks out his back. And he finds out that all the way is And. I'm not sure the they can make are they is it related to the the mega they kills. They act like they're related. It's his brother. <laughs> you said that. You said it was his brother. Uh, I was talking about the other guy. The, I don't think they're. I don't think he's related to the other guy. But also, I'm not sure who you're talking because he kills a lot of people. So, uh, like Primate Property, because like the leader of the. I don't think he's related to him. Henchman. <laughs> leader of the henchman. And he ends up fighting and killing Pryor. Ten plus guys, and ultimately ends up killing his brother, and he breaking up all the money that he recovers from his brother's embezzlement, and he's splicing among all of the other people that were killed the process. That's it. I think. So. All right. Uh, so, what did you think of Avengement? Uh, a lot of people died, and some parts of it were pretty kind of hard to find. But overall, I liked it because it kicked a lot of ass. No, right. Yeah, a lot of ass kicking this. This, this stars Scott Adkins, who's a action star. He's in a ton of action movies. And, uh,. Yeah, I, I thought that you were going to like this one because it. I know that you like the, the early Guy Ritchie movies and you like the kind of soccer hooligan movies. And this is like right in line with those types of movies where it's really heavy on the action and it's this kind of like scrappy, gritty, like brawling style where, I mean, Scott Atkins knows martial arts and there's like touches of martial arts in this movie but for the most part it's like pretty down and dirty like bar fight style i love how when he goes to prison it's he i can't remember what he gets sentenced to originally but it's not like a super long term in prison but as you mentioned the fact that he is repeatedly attacked so he just keeps getting attacked over and over and over again and every every time he gets attacked he ends up killing the person and getting more time on top of that a couple of more prisoners and a couple of guards 
also really enjoyed that uh, there were a few people from Great Journal again. Mm-hmm. He just can't. He can't dial it back. Apparently, no, no. Like once it starts, once a fight starts, it only ends in death. Uh, what's happening well he is he is a little bit of a pacifist in this like he doesn't want to fight but it's it's more of like a self-preservation thing like they're straight up trying to kill him because he finds out there's a hit out on him so it's it's self-defense but it's a pretty brutal self-defense and one of the i think it's probably the first time ryan that he gets attacked in prison and they knock out all his teeth and he has to get like the chrome uh, teeth. They curb stomp him. Yeah, they curb stomp him. That's right. They put his teeth on a a uh, like cement metal, staircase, metal and they curb stomp him, and he has to get chrome teeth. And they tell him when he gets out of prison that he can get the teeth changed if he wants to, and he says, "No, I gotta look like a badass." <laughs> yeah, he does look like a bad. He was the funny thing was like he was pissed about the teeth like at first, and I'm like, why would you be pissed about that? Like, if I had teeth like that, I'd be like, I'd feel like I was invincible. <laughs> <laughs> just immediate confidence. Boost. Yeah, just max that shit out. Badass chrome teeth. <laughs> like if some somebody has chrome teeth like that, you know that they were in some shit. Bye, He's an amazing fighter. Yeah, so he was a boxer in the in the movie too. That that's how he knew knew how to fight. So he was a ah, he was already a, like he knew how to fight. He gets shanked a few times, and mm-hmm. like if yep. somebody's trying to to me, <laughs> they're gonna know how I'm gonna die. <laughs> uh yeah he does get stabbed a few times he gets really fucked up in this like he's he's a badass guy but i mean i think the thing in this movie that makes him such a badass is the fact that he takes such a horrible beating like over and over and over again and doesn't just like give in and be like all right just just end me <laughs> like i can't do this anymore <laughs> i'm dumb through uh what did you think of the the level of violence ryan because there's not only a lot of fighting that's pretty brutal there's a lot of there's some shootings that happen there's a lot of like found objects being used as weapons and the well, the, guy, the one guy had said i'd blow it off that was a lot less bloodier than I thought it would be. Mm. But it, the, the fighting is pretty much where, like, it makes it look a lot worse than it is. If that makes sense. Mm, maybe? Like, it looks like it's, like, when he's fighting, it looks like he's putting it all out there. Just because, like, the, the fighting is more in-depth than mm. the head blowing off. Okay. Okay. He's actually getting into some critical waters here. Yeah. He, uh, that. he is a technical fighter, so it's not it's not all just... Like, the choreography in this movie is actually really solid. That's, that's one of the 
one thing that really impressed me with this movie is that the fight scenes are actually really well choreographed. And I think that Scott Atkins does a really good job in this. I still have no idea who Scott Atkins is. <laughs> I'm trying to think if you... I don't know if you've ever seen anything I, that he's done. I've, I've looked. I looked at his filmography. He was in. He was in a couple of movies that I've seen. Now, obviously, I think they were kind of small roles. They weren't starring roles. But with him, the other thing that's odd is most people. You say a name, and I can visualize a person. I can never visualize. Like nothing. Nothing happens when you say Scott Atkins. Yeah. The only reason I can even play because he has just such. He doesn't have any like distinguishing features. So he's just kind of like a he has this sort of everyman look. The only reason that I can place him is because he sort of looks like a friend I once had named Rick. It's <laughs> <laughs> my buddy Rick. He reminds me of of Rick. And that's that's how I can place him. Gotcha. Also really good. I like that a lot. What what did you say? The music. Oh, the music. Oh, big fan of the Avengement score. I I just thought it went really well with what I was watching. Gotcha. Sit, a lot of deep bass. <laughs> Driving drum beats. I don't I don't remember the score to be honest, so I'm not sure. Scott Atkins is he's in a lot of these like kind of sequels to movies that you didn't really know had a sequel. Like he's in two like guns, two guns. <laughs> two guns, zero tolerance, which apparently is a sequel to two guns that I didn't even know about. I know I couldn't. I was like, I have to remember to mention the two guns to because <laughs> I'm just like, how, how, how did that? Yeah, happen? I mean, our regular podcast is pretty much just a two guns podcast. It's It's the movie that we've been talking about for years and like no one remembers the first two guns so why is there a sequel to two guns i don't know i don't know he's in jarhead three the siege <laughs> how is there three jarheads he's in hard target two <laughs> he's in green street three never back down he's in the expendables two many many of these movies undisputed two the born ultimatum all about sequels yeah the other thing I noticed too is going through those titles and looking at the little posters with them. Is he in any movie where he doesn't have a gun? Has he ever done a movie without a gun? I don't think so. Uh, well, he's in Ip Man 4, the finale. And I'm not sure if he has a gun in that one. He probably does. <laughs> I'm sure he has a weapon. Uh, the move, This movie also does feature the uh, kid from This Is England, Thomas Turgoose. Who is, he's not a kid anymore. He's he's a full-grown man now. Yeah, but, I mean, his last name is Turgoose. It is. He still looks like a kid. kidding me? Do you remember This is England? What a great movie. I don't know if I've seen that. No. 2006, he, uh, about a kid who gets tangled up into some skinhead business. Turgoose getting tangled up? Yeah. Good oh, stuff. Turgoose. Yeah, you have a lot of, like, sort of well-known British character actors in this too. Like a lot of sort of recognizable character actors like Leo Gregory, uh, who's in like pretty much every soccer hooligan movie you can think of. They just, they all get together here and just beat the shit out of each other. Mm -hmm. It's interesting too, because the movie largely takes place in a pub. Like it's, it's 
a lot of it's in one location and it just periodically flashes back to his time in prison. Hmm. Ryan, any final thoughts before we give you your drum roll on this? Oh, nope. All right. <laughs> All right, then. What are you going to give Avengement? Nine. Nine. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, well, I, th- I thought you would. I, I had a feeling. We were, Kevin and I were talking about this uh, last week when you said you wanted an action movie. And we were like, like our, our favorite types of action movies are typically martial arts action movies. So I was thinking and I'm like, oh, man, I really liked Avengement that came out earlier this year. And I had a feeling you were going to like it just because, like I said before, you're you're a fan of Guy Ritchie stuff like Snatch and you like the like soccer hooligan type movies and this felt very similar there was no soccer in it but it still had that same vibe so i'm glad you uh i'm glad you enjoyed this one did you foresee a nine though did you no, think he would like it that much i didn't like i thought I was, I was thinking like a seven i was like he's gonna enjoy this this is gonna yeah. be up his alley he's gonna like it i was thinking a nine. yeah i was thinking seven eight if the music was turned up for it uh... Fucking man, uh, score, dude. Music uh, pushed it over the, the music top. For the music just flowed really well with what was happening. Oh, it just synced up perfectly. Fucking had Ryan moving, grooving. Shout outs to Sean Murray, who did the music. Oh, yeah. Sean Murray. You kidding me? Yeah. He's done, he's done a lot of, he's done a lot of movies, Sean Murray. And he's done video games, too, from the looks of it. He's done a bunch of video games. He did the True Crime Streets of L.A. and True Crime New York City scores. Remember those games? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Man, this dude's just, he's doing music for anything. Oh, yeah. He's got five. He's got five movies that are not even out yet. This, uh, This is incredible. All right, that is another nine out of ten. That's three weeks in a, w- a row that we've had nine we're, out of tens. We are on a roll, Kevin. Now I feel like we're not. We shouldn't go for the coveted ten out of ten. We should just see how long we can ride this nine out. Yeah, I mean, we got a streak. What's the what's the streak? We got to set a record here. Well, we've been we've been keeping track of everything, so we'll, we'll be able to calculate that as we go along. Um, so speaking of streaks, what are you in the mood for next week, Ryan? Oh, comedy. All right. All right. So the goal is to pick a comedy movie for Ryan next week. Let me pull up the sheet real quick and we can talk about what we've had you watch so far for, uh, with TT. (laughs) Yeah. So for (laughs) listeners who don't remember all the stuff that we've done so far, comedy movies we had him watch what we do in the shadows and uncle drew and fever pitch well that was he asked for a soccer movie but that's also a comedy and then hunt for the wilder people which was last week and all of those were he liked all of them however he really loved the taika watiti directed movies so hunt for the wilder people what we do in the shadows that one, the first one, uh, what we do in the shadows got a 10 out of 10 hunt for the wild people got a nine out of 10. So send us your suggestions for Ryan. If you think, you know, a comedy that he's going to like 
For reference, Uncle Drew, he gave a 7 out of 10. Bullshit. <laughs> uh, send us an email, podcast at filmpulse.net. Let us know what you think he should, he should watch. Or send me a DM on Twitter, at filmpulse.net. Uh, any final thoughts before we close it out this week, Ryan? Um, All right. There you go. Thank you so much for listening. You can send us your picks for Ryan and questions and topics to podcast at filmpulse.net. You can follow us on Twitter at filmpulse.net, at filmpulsekevin, and at my legs don't work. Uh, if you have a minute, please give us a review on your podcast platform of choice. For Kevin Rakestraw and Ryan Holes, my name's Adam Patterson. We'll see you next week. See you later. Thank you.